Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Not all our troubles are caused by China. Before Philippine authorities could verify the facts in the latest South China Sea mishap, many of us were led to believe a Chinese vessel had rammed the fishing boat Diren that killed three Filipino fishermen on October 4 in what they hastily tagged as Scarborough Shoal or Bajo de Masanloc. The initial report had named the crude oil tanker Pacificana, bearing the flag of the Marshall Islands, as the vessel that rammed into the local fishing boat while it was moored to an anchored fish float some 85 nautical miles northwest of Bajo de Masanloc. Three fishermen, including the boat's captain, had perished in that incident, and they had to be brought to Infanta, Pangasinan, with the 11 survivors, for appropriate medical services. But because it happened close to where China and the Philippines had been involved in a recent incident, it was easy enough to think that China was involved and that it all happened in Bajo de Masanloc. Not even the president and commander-in-chief had all the facts at hand, so he could not render a complete factual report. Some laid-back senators, eager to get involved in some West Philippine Sea issue, came out with fiery statements pledging to unleash the full force of the law against the unnamed culprits without mentioning the crime they had committed. It took Camo. J. Terriella, the Philippine Coast Guard, PCG, spokesman who is no great admirer of China, to point out that China was not at all involved, and that the incident occurred inside Pangasinan waters, not in Bajo de Masanloc. It wasn't a very good day for Commodore Terriella, but he said what needed to be said for the correct information of the public. Not everything bad that happens in the South China Sea is to be blamed on the Chinese. It was no less embarrassing for the Philippine government. It showed how badly the government has been overrun by propaganda and paranoia about Chinese behavior in the South China Sea that even when they are not always at fault, the anti-China propaganda machine cannot seem to allow them to claim a sliver of innocence. Thus, when a mysterious crude oil tanker rams and sinks a Philippine fishing boat during a dark, stormy night, the finger of suspicion automatically points to China before the relevant facts are out. Then, some senators who have not said anything worthwhile on any issue of national importance come out blazing with thunder and lightning against the suspected malefactor. Even after Commodore Terriella had assured the public, to the disappointment of the multilateral anti-China propaganda machine, that China had nothing to do with the ramming incident, the propaganda buildup continues to underline the need for American aerial and naval, possibly nuclear presence to come in and deter China's growing aggressiveness in the Indo-Pacific. In the most routine media forums, Filipino newsmen ask Filipino policymakers when the Marcos government intends to invoke the mutual defense provision of the 1951 Mutual Defense Treaty, MDT, between the Philippines and the U.S. to put an end to Beijing's bellicose conduct. Against the continuous warnings and reminders from Pope Francis, UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres and other responsible world leaders not to risk any miscalculation or mistake that could cast the world into total darkness, some people seem to believe that war is ultimately good for them and the world and that those who possess superior weapons and technology should be allowed to fight the current war in Europe to the last Ukrainian, and the next war in Asia-Pacific, or Indo-Pacific, to the last Filipino. Luckily, we still have officials like Defense Secretary Gilberto Teodoro Jr., who, the last time he discussed this issue, did not hesitate to say it would be inappropriate to invoke the terms of the MDT and call on the US to get involved in our maritime conflict with China. Nothing has happened to trigger the mutual defense mechanism that is embedded in the MDT. 
the agreement does not authorize the U.S. to initiate any military action against a suspected enemy to prevent or preempt an attack on Philippine forces, planes and ships in the Pacific. It merely allows the U.S., obliges, if you will, to respond in kind to an armed attack on Philippine forces, planes and ships in the Pacific. The attack must take place first before the U.S. can respond. If there is no attack, then there can be no response. So far, the two competing superpowers have not moved toward an irreversible collision course with each other. As happened during their unprecedented one-on-one encounter in Beijing last June when President Xi Jinping and U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken tried to reassure the international community that they recognize their mutual responsibility to preserve and safeguard the international political and human order, the two adversaries have not lost the ability and opportunity to advance the peace. This allows us to be thankful that not every incident that puts the South China Sea in the breaking news has to do with Chinese mischief or belligerence. Fstat at gmail.com. Correction. In the writer's column on Monday, October 9th, titled Saving the President, the middle sentence in the last paragraph should read, He needs the help of a competent cabinet, just as his father needed and made, not makes, excellent use of his cabinet. Apologies.